Welcome to Steamy Stories. This daily podcast features the best developing authors of love stories, along with exotic journals of passionate and explicit human interaction. Our curators have selected stories each day, bringing a diverse collection of storylines. Some are historic, some are futuristic, but they all relate to the human quest of physical and emotional desires for sexual expression. We delve into the youthful discovery of sexuality. We chronicle the vast expressions of healthy affection and sex drive. We feature the creative ways that real people overcome life's adversities and limitations and still find sexual fulfillment. And we celebrate the successes of people who restore losses in their love life and go on living in a pleasurable and generous way. Balanced sexuality is essential to healthcare for body, soul, and spirit. Subscribe to Steamy Stories podcast in your mobile apps and browsers. And now, today's story. Monica's Power Play Sex, Guilty Pleasures and Makeup Sex Erotic Coupling By Virginia O. Part 1 He reads to her while she deep throats, then rides him. Monica and Howard had fallen asleep after orgasms at each other's hands. She wakes up before him. Wrapped in his arms still, having been held through the night, she yawns and disentangles herself from him slowly so as not to wake him. She washes her face and brushes her teeth, and wonders what they've planned for the day. It's a Saturday and lovely outside. A bit warm, maybe, but good weather for swimming, and as she brushes her teeth, she peeks through the blinds into the backyard. She sees the pool, blue and beautiful, tempting her. Life feels tempting. Checking her phone's calendar she sees they don't have any plans, which she then remembers as having been the plan they made last week. The day is blocked out, labeled just us. Going into his study, she finds a novel she's always liked. Howard's voice turns her on, no matter what he's saying, and so she's planned her morning around it. Later, the pool. Now, his voice and this book. Back into bed, she moves the covers off of him, uncovering his cock, hardened to greet the day. Her favorite plaything in her sights, she giggles, waking the owner, Howard. Good morning, Monica. Yes. It is. Good morning. Will you read to me? As she asks this, she reaches toward him, her hand on and then above his knee, massaging his inner thigh as he drifts into the waking world. Read to you. What? He feels her hand and looks down toward it. He sees he's erect and feels himself throbbing toward her. He reaches for her, looking back up, her cheek resting in his hand, her smile resting on his cock. Sure. I'll read to you. He's certain this is an expression she hasn't explained yet. He likes where it's going, and is wondering at the hidden meaning of it as her cheek leaves his touch, her hand grasps his wrist, and a book is placed where the warmth of her skin had just been. A book. Gone with the wind. Yeah. Guilty pleasure of mine. I love that book. You can start reading now. She opens to the first page for him, and looks into his eyes, blue and beautiful, looking tempting. Life feels tempting, and she wedges herself between his legs, her head resting on his thigh as she kisses the side of his cock. He half drops the book onto her head. Apologizing, he sets it aside, onto the pillow where she slept.
No, no, no. Don't apologize and don't put the book down. You said you'd read to me. She smirks at him and at the bewildered look on his face, but tries to keep her expression as severe as possible. She's not fooling him, and he laughs at her. Really, though? Please read to me, Howard. Say again. His hand slips through her hair, pulling her face back toward his cock, where she clearly wants it to be. I want you to read to me, she whines, licking at him, whimpering with her desire and a bit of frustration. He nearly always wins the power games they play in bed. She's not actually a sore loser about it, but knows there are moments she'd do anything he asks of her. Those moments fright and fascinate her. The head of his cock reaches her lips, and she gathers the strength to pull back. Red now. Say please again, Monica. His fingers twist into her hair further, and he pulls her face toward his tip, watching her smile, lapping at him. He keeps her just short of being able to taste him, and he likes watching her try to. Say please again. Mean it. Oh. You're impossible. Please. Please read to me. I'll I'll please you if you'd please read to me. It'll be fun, Howard. Howard was having fun, but senses the frustration in her voice is pushing past playtime, so he picks the book back up. Odd request, wanting to be read to. He's heard Otter and this could be fun, so he begins. Reading the first words, he feels Monica's mouth on his balls, kissing them. Wet kisses. He diverts his eyes to see her, and stops reading to do so. She stops kissing him at that, so he begins again. As he reads on, she licks up the shaft of his cock, then licks the pre-cum off the tip, and lets her tongue slide around the head of his cock before he stops reading, and watches her, but as soon as he does that, she stops where she is and is still until he reads on. He keeps reading, and feels her tongue slide down the other side of his cock, and her tongue laps at his balls from the other side, and again and again. His breathing gets less even, and he's stuttering over the words. The page blurs but when he stops, so does she, so he keeps on as best he can, and feels his shaft in her throat, feels her throat convulsing around it as he stumbles over the words he's not taking in as he says them. He is in her throat, and being massaged by it, while she inches her way toward him, inching him into her. As her nose reaches his pubic bone, and her tongue reaches his balls, he suddenly hates the damn book. Tossing it aside, he grabs the back of her head and watches as she gags on him, licks him, wants him, and wants to please him. She's got him close, closer and closer, and he drops his hands to his sides, lifting his hips into her further, on edge and out of his mind. Then she pulls off of him, unceremoniously, and to his terrible disappointment. He looks at her, incredulous. She looks back, obstinate in her desire. A tense moment is between them, and confusion is on him. His orgasm, previously precariously mounting, slides back. His hips sink back onto the bed. I want you to read to me, Howard. I want you to stop acting like a brat, Monica. She smiles at him, ear to ear, glad to have provoked him. He is fun. So much so that she forgets to be serious. This registers with him. Her smile registers, and her pleasure at being provocative. What you want is to please me, Monica. I want to see you show it. 
She does very much want to please him. She's wet, writhing in between his legs, wishing he'd continue reading so she could continue sucking him. He sits up, sliding away from her, an unexpected thing, and she is not happy about that. He swings a leg over her head, clearing his body of hers, and starts to stand. Please Howard, don't. Please. He looks back at her, smiling, waiting for her to continue. Please let me please you. Please let me please you. Happy not to stand up and walk away, Howard lowers himself back onto the bed, but sits propped up for the most part, not letting Monica back in between his legs. He pulls her up toward him, kisses her, whispers to her to climb onto him and show him how much she wants to please him. As she begins to mount him, acquiescent at last, he stops her with a gesture. Face the other way, honey. It would please me to see your ass moving as you make me come. You did say you want to please me. She climbs onto him, reverse cowgirl, like he wants. She does want to please him, too. His knees move apart, and she feels his hand slide down her back, pushing her chest toward the bed. She reaches back, positions herself onto him, pushes him into her, and rocks back. She hears a soft thud in between his feet, as he enters her fully. Looking toward the sound, there's her book. Both her ankles are wrapped by his fingers, and he pulls her legs back until she's kneeling. Impaled on him and reaching for something to steady herself, she grabs his ankles, finds her rhythm, and tries to bury her face into the covers to suppress her moans, but her face meets with her book instead, and he hears her, loud and lovely and lustful. Rocking onto him, over and over, her orgasm builds and builds until she's sure to come at any moment, and that's when he holds her still. Her moaning steadily becomes whimpering and finally please. Please let me come. Read to me, Monica. Confused at first, but only because there's little blood flow anywhere that isn't her clit, she only takes a moment before she remembers the book. Opening it, she begins reading, and he begins pumping into her. As she had done with him, he stops pleasing her when she stops reading, but allows her to have him even as she stutters over the words. Eventually she's able to climb back to the top of the feeling, and her pussy grips and massages his cock as she orgasms, bringing him close to climax. Grabbing her hips, he pulls her and pushes her toward, and then away from him, faster and harder as she moans and shudders around him until his seed pumps into her, and he hold her clothes as it fills her. It was a good book. Part 2, from Jackie's Diary, Makeup Sex Power Play. I walked into the room at the magic hour, backlit as the sun set behind me. I closed the door and Howard lit up, happy to see me. It had been too long since we were last alone. He liked my sundress. I did too. I liked it so much that it was the only article of clothing I had on. As he walked toward me I put my hand up in front of me, palm out. He automatically stopped, looking surprised and a little confused but curious. I bent forward, cleavage showing as he stood waiting for the next moment. Taking my time, gathering the hem of my dress in my hands, I stood back up, exposed and excited, feigning a strength I didn't have as my knees weakened seeing the hungry look on his face. I couldn't let that hunger go to waste, could I? His eyebrows went up as if asking permission, and I gave my assent with a nod, smiling at my good fortune to have such a willing lover. A warm smile came to us both as he kneeled. 
I moved forward, toward him more slowly than he cared for. Howard's impatience showed but he didn't verbalize it, wanting to stay in my good grace until his turn came. Ideas darted about in his head about when his turn came. His mouth had started watering since the moment I walked in, and it felt hot, electric and almost too much to take as his tongue licked up my slit, and his mouth enveloped my clit, the wet heat of our fluids mingling as my head fell back in the astonished jolt of his electricity meeting mine. He lapped at me, wrapping his hands around my thighs and pulling me into his face. I leaned into him, my hands running through his hair as he mumbled indecipherable words that obviously meant he was feeling an enormous satisfaction after having had such an uncomfortably long abstinence without me. I stepped back, lowering my dress, and his face contorted into frustration. Why would I take his toy away so suddenly when we had just started to play nice? I wanted with so much of myself to straddle his face again and lean into the feeling until I came. I enjoyed the muffled sounds of his ecstasy at creating mine, and I'd missed it so, so much. Another part of me wanted much more of him than his desire. I admit I was holding resentment about how we'd last parted. It wouldn't keep me away, but it would mean it wouldn't be roses and rainbows in the first few minutes just because he eats pussy so well and so willingly. I poured myself a cup of coffee and sat down. This had never happened, and at first he remained there with my juices on his chin, and his cock as ready as it ever was, yet unsatisfied. Howard wanted me. He wanted me so much that his mouth hung open for a bit, reaching for the right words, but realizing it wasn't going to be his just because he wanted it. I'd never wanted him to beg, but would I now? That was a concession he was willing to make. His cock needed that concession, but I stopped him before he got out a word and said I wanted him to sit down, talk to me. The tension was almost too much for him, but he gained his composure, poured a cup of coffee, and asked what I wanted to talk about. I don't want Howard to talk with me, but to me. I come to his side of the table, and help he takes his shirt off. I tell him to talk to me, and then my mouth meets his for a moment. I wait, and once he starts talking, I start kissing his neck. The feeling distracts him and he becomes speechless, so I stop kissing until he begins again, and that's when my hands wander, caressing him, running my fingers through his hair. He pulls me to him and kisses me, wrapping his arms around me. Pressed against him, I lose my own focus and my moans and staggered breathing put him back on familiar ground. He sees the desperate desire for he floods me, and his eyes get wide. Don't get smug, I was doing well there for a minute. He isn't exactly smug, but he is pleased to see my animalistic desire for him hasn't subsided in the least. He can feel me trembling all over with it, and now I'm the one with hungry eyes, and he can tell I want nothing more in this moment than to have his cock in me as my hips move to the rhythm he sets with my legs spread and my feelings bare. He stands up and out of his pants as I take his hand to lead him into the bedroom. He doesn't let me lead him, though. He stays standing there, and he sees me turn looking at his feet planted where they are and my pleading confused look. Why would he stop the goings-on when they're going so well? He would love to follow me into the bedroom. He likes to see me crawl into the bed with horny impatience and spread my legs for him, knowing every moment he isn't in me borders on being physically painful. He likes the look of surprise and pleasure that I get as he enters me because he knows I want it so much. It's not going to be mine just because I want it, though. 
He never really makes me wait, but will he now? I know that I will wait. I have no other option but to wait. My desire for him has become a desperate need, and I feel like I'm going to burst out of myself with the need. Focusing on my breathing, my heart manages to slow from a gallop to a pounding so I can think somewhat less single-mindedly. I know he's angry about me leaving as I did. He wants me back, but isn't going to go back to what had almost become routine, just because I got him horny, and then started off for the bedroom. He slowly and deliberately sits back down, and picks up his coffee. This had never happened, and at first I stand there panting and wet. He has on his poker face. I didn't know he had one. The hunger is my eyes now, and not wanting to waste it, he looks down at his crotch and move his knees further apart, giving me the option but not being insistent. A frustration is mounting in me that is so hard to contain. I need him, so I get to my knees, moving toward him, and his irresistible scent gives me hope of my possible future release. My mouth is now the one that's watered, and I lick his balls slowly, looking up at him. I'm trying to gauge when it's my turn. It's not the attitude he'd prefer I have, when I could just be glad for the option to please him. That would be preferable, but I'm painfully sexually frustrated. He can see that as I suck his balls into my mouth. It feels good, but he thinks it would be best if I could calm down a bit, and adjust my expectations, so he tells me to stop sucking. I open my mouth wider and there's a soft wet sound as the vacuum seal of my lips on his balls is broken, but as I move my head back, his hand meets the back of my head. He had told me to stop sucking. He did not tell me to take him out of my mouth. He guided me closer and then move his hand away. A few seconds pass with me in that position, kneeling before him with his balls in my mouth, trying to stay still. They're a really nice few seconds for him. I'm not able to nag him if his balls block my ability to talk, for one, but the physical sensation also feels really good. He thinks there may be something about this that could settle a lot of issues. I break the silence despite the obstruction, and I mumble what he knows to mean I'm asking what he wants me to do. He tells me what he's were thinking about this may be solving some problems, but even if it doesn't solve a problem, he likes me just like this. If I don't want to stay there, that's okay, too. I stay there at first thinking this is a little ridiculous, but then I calm down some and it is nice. I don't have to worry about everything in my world like this. Staying in the moment is really a lot easier with him in my mouth. So I stay like that for as long as he likes. When he's ready, he stands up and let me suck him. He enjoys the muffled sound of my ecstasy at creating his, but this isn't his preferred ending, so he has me stand and lead me into the bedroom, where he doesn't want me to lay down and accept as is so often my preference, but he laid down and wants to watch me take initiative. It feels so much more exposing to me, and it is. Almost nothing of my body remains connected to the world except for where I connect with him in this position. He watches me enjoy the ride. By Virginia O for Literotica. Thanks for joining us for today's steamy story. Come back tomorrow for another tale of explicit romance and passion. We hope you found pleasure in today's story. Be sure to subscribe to Steamy Stories Podcast in your mobile podcasting app. Our podcast server and website also contains our full library of past episodes. Happy dreams.